I can think of only one thing that could lift my spirits right now. Beer. 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 This is Drink of Ages on ESPN 97.5. The only show dedicated to craft beer, spirits, and music. Here's your host and luminary, luminary. John Denman. John Denman. All right, welcome everybody to House of Blues and this week's show. You are listening to Drink of Ages Radio here on ESPN 97.5. John Denman, Tom Painter. And got a really fun show scheduled again this week. I think this is going to be an epic one, John. It's definitely going to be one for the books. It's going to be... I don't know, man. The way that it's already started, uh, there's been a few pints had before the show got rolling, uh, which normally happens, but um, maybe this one was like an extra pint. Define, Define a few. I have two beers right in front of me from Fortress, so everything is going good so far. Well, really cool is our music guest this week, Brandon McDermott Band. They're going to be playing on stage. You're going to listen to them in between each segment, and we're going to talk more about them later in the show. But sitting up here right now from Fortress Beer Works, we have John O'Hara, Kevin Smith Jr., and Juan Sanchez. What's up, fellas? Good to be here, guys. Hey. Congratulations on uh, Fortress Beer Works. Thanks, man. Two years. COVID didn't kill us. It tried, right? (laughs) It tried. Man, it tried to kill a lot of things. Mostly people. Mostly people. people. Peanut peanut gallery. Yeah, we we got shut down seven days before our one-year anniversary, and we didn't package at the time. No, we we didn't have the ability to package. So it was, uh, we had ordered a crowler machine about a week before, but yeah, it was. Uh, our, our God business. bless that crowler machine. Yes, uh, 20,000 cans <laughs> through an October steamer yeah. in like uh, five months. Put that thing to work. Get you some. Mm-hmm. And we were in the crawfish to go business too, very quickly. So pivot. <laughs> that was like the main word of all of last year pivot, pivot, pivot. I was like, all right, pivot, pivot again, pivot again, but eventually you end up back in the same place. Yeah, and I think better, better than ever for, for most of us that kind of made it I would through. agree, actually. You know, I think everyone learned a lot of lessons, had a lot of growing pains of like, here's your, here's your five-year plan, truncated into one year. <laughs> it, 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 makes, um, it makes the financial side of brewing business, which sometimes gets a back seat, become real quickly, right? Uh, so I think that's that's it, it teaches uh, fiscal discipline. How's that? Yeah, yeah, I think so. You found the weaknesses. You had to, right? <laughs> so. Yes, you become the most efficient brewer you can. Right. <laughs> Plus, it made a bunch of people get stored up, pent up demand. Absolutely. I mean, I'm surprised you guys didn't start like an Airbnb with all that space you guys got over there. I mean, Sorry, I mean it's a campground. It's, it's, it's a beautiful space. Thanks, <laughs> man. Like, yes, a campground would have been perfect, John. Mm. <laughs> we actually are a campground. Well, they just stole the third set because that's what we were going <laughs> to unveil tonight. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Scratch that, John. So what's the story of Fortress? Like, where, where, where did you guys... I can give you the quick story. So uh, there was originally four of us, all in the oil and gas industry. Uh, a twenty-five oil and year, gas, very original. Yeah, Houston, yeah. Texas. Shocker, right? <laughs> <laughs> oil and gas industry guys looking to do, looking to do some uh, diversification, right? Um, 
So we were in a, a business partner brewer, Dion, shout out Dion, who couldn't be here. Um, 25 year home brewer in his garage. Hey man, like this, your beer is good, blah, blah, blah. The typical kind of builds. Hey, I've got a little space. We can each pitch in a couple thousand dollars, get a TABC license, and we'll throw some taps on the wall. And almost a million dollars later, you have 6,600 <laughs> square feet and four acres and whatever in 18 months, right? So that was kind of the cliff note version of it. It's, it's snowballed. Uh, but it was an oil and gas relationship. Canadian guys, and I'm, I'm originally from Tomball, so um, there, there, there's a, there a bit of mix there. Uh, so, yeah, that's, the, that's the, the shortest version ever. You could have named the brewery Snowball. Right. <laughs> it's like a few thousand dollars, a million dollars later. A million dollars later. <laughs> well, but that's usually how it works, though, right? Yeah. It's like, hey, man, let's start a business. All right, this is only going to cost $20,000. So, so we're building a restaurant at the brewery right now, at No Label. The, uh, That's a good it move. Was, it, it, it is. And we, we were originally pitched, we can do this for about hundred grand. Yeah, <laughs> and it was, no. like, it was like, Randy, you get to work. And then later, he puts, he's, he's like, all right, guys, I think it's only going to cost about half a million to get started. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> like where did all this, whatever, we'll make it back with chicken wings. I was like, what? <laughs> Not anymore. Have you seen the price of chicken wings? The price of chicken, chicken wings has gone up. Very expensive. Yeah, when, there's when, a chicken wing shortage. I was, I was at Lazy Oaks the other, and like, it's like, we can't source enough chicken wings to, like, for your 4th of July party. You can't source chicken? Man, all I know <laughs> is that I'm beginning to panic if there's going to be a true chicken wing shortage, because that's going to suck. It's all about chicken thighs now. Chicken thighs. I do love some chicken thighs, but... Mm. I feel like this could go south quickly. Let's be careful. So, so Den- Denman is a chicken wing aficionado for sure. Like John and chicken wings, it's it's a thing. That beard looks like it could get a little sauced up, maybe spotted from a distance. Every once in a while, it's just like, is that a chicken wing? And it's a chicken wing, but it works. Snack on it later. Yeah, man. <clears throat> when did you guys open up? March 18th, 2019. 2019. March right. 2019, day after St. Patty's Day. Uh, Missed so that yeah. party? Wow. So close. Yeah, <laughs> kind of intentionally. I don't think we were ready. I think we did, a, what do they call that, a soft opening. Uh, it was maybe March 18th. So, yeah, it's been good, man. Like, um, community's been good. We were, we were the first brewery in spring. Shout out to Sydney at Southern Yankee. Technically, she's just outside this uh, in the Houston city limits, but so like, I don't know. There was quite a bit of, again, people around there that didn't have a, a brewery to go to. They'd have to go to Conroe or Eleven Below or, or Sydney, right? And so yeah, I feel like we, we took us about nine months um, to find the property. That's the hardest thing, right? Usually, if you if you find a, an area without a brewery, it's because there's there's not like a facility that that kind of fits. Um, so when when we found the place, yeah, we knew we knew we had the spot and. It was onwards and upwards from there. I mean, the space has awesome vibes. We were talking Thanks, before man. the show about how, like, it was out there right when you guys opened, and then I was out there, like, like a month ago dropping off some beer. But, like, the, uh, just the way you guys have enveloped that space, like, yeah. in this short amount of time, yeah. it's, uh, I mean, it's, and it's so, it's, I, was like, I was like, where do these containers come from? I feel like we're going to get to that here in a second. I'm going to shout out to Kevin here. He's with me, who who was the container fabrication guy. 
uh, and has actually done quite a bit of stuff over at No Label too. So I feel like there's some some ties uh, Sweet. in here. Uh, there's a side conversation. I need, yeah. I need, I, I need some more containers. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, been talking to Logan, by the way. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> we can hit that up. So uh, yeah, business man, we, transactions on the radio. <laughs> I know, right? I, I mean, I, I think as long as you're this making this is the, the side show about storage containers, John. Right? That's right. Like, EMS. Shout out EMS. But you guys have storage containers on, like, on the facility, and that's what you use, what, to make food? But yeah, so it became like our, our outdoor food truck area. Um, so uh, Kevin, and again, we'll maybe get, get into this and kind of what's happening next in, in Fortress Misfit Beer Works, which is kind of a, a Fortress second location uh, in Cyprus that's coming. Kevin, and Kevin and I are friends and kind of met, whatever, a few years ago. He's got history with No Label and history with, with other places where he does container fabrication. Uh, it was modular. It allowed us to kind of expand space quickly. Uh, we did it in a remarkably short amount of time. Um, and it opened it up, and it just made people go, oh, this is really cool. Hey, you don't have to permit this? It's like, oh, how sweet is that? So you don't have to do this? It's movable? So, yeah, the, the containers made a lot of sense for us. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and I'm a believer, man. If, you, if people see you constantly working on the place, they know you care. Give a, give a crap. Sorry, I'm watching the language thing here. Um, they know you care, and so, man, I'm a, I always want to kind of improve the place, and I think if you're doing that, you're going to keep people coming back. And incremental improvements are always that thing that gets people really excited about, you know, to come back out. It's yeah. like, hey, we got this, and now we have this, and, you know, something new yeah, every time is. they come out. The work yeah. is never over, yeah. because you're constantly, and then, you know, cut, what does Fortress look like 10 years from now? A roller coaster. <laughs> St. Arnold's Beer Garden, uh, I, I think hope. it's been renamed Snowball is. in 10 years. Yes. <laughs> it should look like uh, St. Arnold, or, or actually maybe look like Noble Abel here in, in three years or something. Right? Yes. It is. No, you should, yes. The game plan is Snowball. Where does this go? <laughs> <laughs> but where does Fortress go in like 10 years? It's actually a good segue. So, yeah, it's kind of it's new. It's, I wouldn't say it's been announced, but I'd say it's been moderately announced. We're, um, we were just kind of acquired a place in Cyprus that if you're from Cyprus, you'll probably know what it is. It's called The Shack. Uh, a bit of like a hippie love compound. Uh, it's an interesting spot, but it's got a, it's got a, a cool vibe to it. And uh, a lot of history. And, 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 and yeah, the quick history is we met Juan, who's Juan Sanchez over here. Who's, oh, there's some fans on the crowd. So, yeah, well, we think well, like we met Juan a couple of years ago. Unbelievably talented home brewer. Um, always wanted to open a place in Cyprus. He and I started kind of getting close. Uh, again, I'll, I'll, I'll give the intro and turn over to them. I'm, I'm noisy as it is. But anyway, met Juan. was like, hey, man. He's like, I really want to open a place in Cyprus. Maybe didn't have a million dollars to throw down. Like, mm. uh, we had the horsepower of four people and whatnot. Um, so kind of over time, as, as we got to be closer, it became made sense as, hey, how do, we, how do we take Fortress that we've got the ability to have beer and all these things and do the, the help stand it up and have his talent as, as a brewery, right? So opportunity came up to, to, to acquire the shack. Um, we, we, we currently are going to, uh, we're operating it, operating it as the shack today for the next few weeks. Uh, we're going to flip it and it'll be Fortress Beers. Then we're going to have a five barrel brew house that will be Misfit Beer Works. And the Misfit Beer Works will be the location. Um, so it's kind of our. That yes. is exciting. Yeah. So it's, well. it's what we think is, man, it's like, it's very hard as a, as a talented home brewer. Um, to be able to start up, right? We learned, like, you know, from when we took the property in Fortress and when we were 
generating revenue was like 10 months. So I don't, probably don't have, like, the, the cash burn is really tough, right? Most people can't stand that. So we found the right place, we stand that up, and then say, all right, now we've got this, we've got a little revenue stream. Now how do we make it Juan's place, right? And how, how, how does it become Misfit Beer Works and really what, or Misfit Outpost, turns into Misfit Outpost, but what really is a showcase his talent, right? Still have kind of Fortress Beer as the backstop, but, but, then, but then let Juan kind of shine through. So yeah, and I would add, so kind of where the container things and Kevin, so Kevin becomes kind of like, for, in Fortress for us, it's kind of I'm the business side and Dion is the, the brew side and the, the production side. Very much we're trying to mirror that with the, with the Misfit Outpost where Kevin's kind of that backstop on the business side and lets, uh, lets Juan be, be a kick-ass brewer, right? I think that's the, that's, that's the intent. Man, let's, uh, that's pretty so badass. <laughs> and congratulations on all this. But let's take a break because I'm about to be out of beer and that just doesn't work well for the show. So let's take a break. We're going to listen to some Brandon McDermott band. When we get back, we'll talk more with Fortress Beer Works, Misfit Brewing, everybody. I and mean, we're going to learn more about what's happening. Three pages, be right back. I see you sitting there. You've been sitting in that empty chair, and I wonder who you saving for. Do you come here every night? Forget love in the neon lights, or are you just a stranger passing through? If it comes, I gladly move, but I'd never forgive myself if I didn't try.
Our friends over at True Anomaly are making some great beers. On tap right now, you can get some Scout. Scout is a Mexican lager and is the crispest boy they've ever made. Ultra light bodied and super crushable. Scout is a summertime necessity for anyone's beer cooler. Also returning to the tap list is Friedrich. It is a kettle sour goza spice with gray sea salt and coriander. Refreshing and quaffable. If you're going to the Astros game and stop by True Anomaly and have a pint before the game, or if you don't have tickets, then kick back and watch it in the tap room. Trivia every Tuesday and steak night beginning this Thursday. See everybody over at True Anomaly. Weekends are a great time to check out Megaton Brewing in Kingwood. Jared, Chris, and the gang have created a badass place to kick back and enjoy a few beers. Big stouts, approachable sours, and plenty of hoppy brews are on tap at Megaton. Lots of space to hold your birthday party, corporate outing, or any event in one of the most unique tap rooms in the Houston area. Check them out on social media for their concert and event schedule. Megaton Brewery. Hope to see everyone at the vault. You may have noticed there have been quite a few changes at No Label, and they are steadily pumping out tasty brews. With their new head brewer trailer bringing in his West Coast brewing skills, taps have been flowing with lots of hoppy deliciousness like Cali Boy West Coast IPA. I'm real excited about what they're doing on the West Side. Top Room is open seven days a week, very family and dog friendly. Make the short trip to Katie and see what is happening at No Label. Follow them on social media for events and beer releases. No Label Brewing Company. Have an event in mind and looking for a place that is fun and beer is involved? Host your next event at a brewery. At Spindletap, they have full venue rental and partial rental options that are perfect for company events, birthday parties, weddings, receptions, and more. Host a memorable event at a venue that offers a fun atmosphere and many amenities. Email info at spindletap.com or call 713-325-1477 to get more details. Key T Wellness, our friends down in Dickinson, is where you need to go if you're feeling sluggish, non-energetic, and non-motivated, not just when you're hungover. Get to know your numbers. As we get a little older, our hormone levels change, men and women. Key T Wellness can help. Weight loss, hormone optimization, low testosterone, B12, Botox, and more. Stop in and tell them that you heard it on Drink of Ages and get a free B12 shot. KeyTWellness.com. Why not feel your best again? KeyTWellness.com. Listening to some Brandon McDermott band, Badass, rocking out, Badass. Yeah. You can find them on Friday, July 23rd at Old Quarter Acoustic Cafe. That is a badass place, man. If you've never been down there, go yes, check it out. It's a fantastic place. By the way, they have the second hottest drummer since Ringo Starr. Second? All right. First. <laughs> yeah, so man. Shots fired at Brandon for the earlier comment. Shots fired. Shots. Hmm. He's not even in here. Anyway, go ahead. I actually, oh, the old, old acoustic, what is it? Yes, that's a good spot. It is a good spot. Fortress Beer Works. Sue's hanging out with us now. I think it's time to open up some beers. From the, Misfit Beer Works. This is the best works. part of yeah, the or, show. Or what I say? Misfit <laughs> Outpost. <laughs> so, what beers are we going to open up now? 
Well, let's see. The first one we got up is going to be just an American lager. We did for a, uh, a good friend of ours, Ralph. I fear no beer. Uh, uh, for the old corn hub. For the corn hub, yeah. <laughs> yes. Shout out, Ralph. Yeah, I fear no Ralph? beer. Yeah. <laughs> Ralph isn't. Ralph is two buildings away. Yeah, he's he's yeah, like he's a guest on this podcast. You heard that too, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'll, 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 I'll if I can jump in. So these are Misfit Outpost beers, which are like the new brewery, or they're these are from the creative genius that is Juan. So everything we brought today is to kind of pump up his badassness. I don't know, I think you can say that on the radio. Yes, um, so yeah, so everything we everything that's here today is tied to Juan and his brewing genius. Um, we just want Fortress to enable and get out of the way. Well, I mean, before we get started on this, though, I am drinking the blonde that you guys make, and oh, we have yeah. it on tap here at House of Blues. Yes. So really good. Thanks, man. Yes, I mean, yeah. it's what a blonde should be, right? Nice, easy, goes. Careful. Oh, hold on. Time out. Careful. Slippery slope. Careful, careful. Careful. Mm. So let's talk about this beer. I got bubbles in my glass. Does that Ralph? mean it's dirty? It's delicious. <laughs> Listen it's for delicious. Ralph, guys. And you know it is. What's that voice in my ear? <laughs> You're going to hear that in your sleep, by the way. <laughs> I know. It's delicious. <laughs> I, 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 so often you go to like a craft beer event and you'll see John first and you'll hear Ralph first. That's the it's the whole. Uh, how it works. <laughs> but uh, this is exciting. This is uh, actually like misfit. You know, having worked with Joshua all day for like a year, he had a the largest misfit boner all the time. It was just yeah. misfit, misfit. Josh misfit. was, was it, actually. Was uh, it the largest boner or the just the most aggressive? No, it's, it's the largest misfit boner. That's yeah. I, 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 I did. Yeah, just didn't know if this was it. Uh, <laughs> shout anyway, out to Josh, ahead. though. Shout out to Josh. Shout out to Josh. Shout out to Josh. You yeah. left me and went to Carbach. Good for you. Josh was actually uh, <laughs> rest in peace. The, Enjoy your stock options. He's effing dead to us, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> went aggressive from boner to that, but yeah. here we go. So, yeah, so. I met Josh. I think in uh, 2019. No, we don't need to talk he, about him anymore. He, Let's he, move on. No, he did a... <laughs> didn't you hear? All right, He did a, a photo shoot for the Vienna Lager I did, uh, I think, back in November of that year. Um, that's how we really got to know him. And then his creative mind and how he operates. And then after that, it was just kind of... Um, yeah, we just grew from there. And um, yeah, here we are today. Based from that photo shoot, Beer Chronicle came along. And then it's just kind of flourished from there. And that's really what pretty much put me on the map. <laughs> As far as uh, an online presence of homebrewers or up and coming, so to say. But um. so for anyone listening, uh, Josh is a is a uh, beer photographer um, uh, extraordinaire. Extraordinaire. He made his mark in Houston, and yep. he's just been splashing beers. And I just he worked at No Label for about a year. Acquired yeah. him. It was just like, and, and, and then all of a sudden he got his dream job. Everyone was like, yeah. you, can't, you can't hold him for long. Yeah. The, uh, but it, it, it was always amazing to, wa- to walk onto, the, like, the, the yard and, the, like, just, like, see him, like, he's like, man, I'm, I'm about to blow up some cans and splash things. And I was like, however you earn your paycheck, just <laughs> – and you just be making messes all day long. And then eventually you get, like, this image and you'd be like, that's beautiful. That's pretty awesome. That's yeah. pretty sure. – and, like, but, uh, but he's an amazing guy. He's also a champion of – 
craft beer. It works for InBev. Champion uh, of craft yeah, beer. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, sorry. He was a champion <laughs> of craft beer. Uh, and Shout out to Josh. Hey, we, we were actually his last contract gig taking pictures before he went to work for the Evil Empire. Wow. Cornhub. Let's get back to Cornhub yes. for a All minute. Right. <laughs> Let's go back to Cornhub. <laughs> but, but Kevin, do insert some amazing grace back by for, uh, shout out to Josh. May you rest yeah. in peace. <laughs> so, so Cornhub is just an, uh, an American lager I did with um, with Laurel Hops. Laurel Hops are pretty pretty amazing as far as how this beer came out. I did it for a friend, a dear friend of ours, Ralph Palmer. <laughs> Listen. So he did. Uh, he basically kind of played on the, the obviously the Pornhub. <laughs> But you know, Ralph was pretty creative on doing a corn-based food, a, a food menu. Um, so we we brewed it, we lagered it for a good six a good six weeks, and then we canned it. Um, pretty simple grain bill, just American American lager yeast. Um, but yeah, I, I always have a fascination for lagers. I think that um, your your brewing technique really comes out when you make lagers. I think if you try to do things a certain way, it kind of shows. But um, it, this beer was really fun. I think when I first uh, started lagering it, tasting it as it progressed, or as it maturated, you can really get a, a feeling of the nuance and how these beers really, um, really condition and how the time really makes a big difference when you properly lager a beer. Um, and, uh, and I think, you know, when, as, as brewers, I think it's kind of you make a beer, you have to wait the two weeks to ferment, and then you're kind of impatient, like, I want to try it now. I want to have it on tab now. But just the, uh, the patience to actually wait and um, see your beer, I guess, progress as a child into the final product is, is, is a more beautiful thing. So, but... But anyways, but, um, and most brewers think of their beers as children. Yeah, so, for yeah, sure. So, so this is exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm still waiting on my children to to <laughs> blossom into <laughs> fully drinkable products <laughs> yeah. that are delicious. What do we got next, one? Uh, let's open up something else. So let's mix in some. Uh, let's do. Uh, in the meantime, tell us more about this connection between Fortress and Misfit. Yeah. So funny story, I met. Dion, through a mutual friend, before they opened, um, I think they were trying to, from what I remember, they were trying to make some keg space. I think they were really trying to get their brew house in order. They were trying to make keg space. So one of our friends was like, hey, man, like, I'm at this brewery. Come over, you know, we'll meet the brewer, the owner. And then, um, so I met Dion, and then um, not, not too long after that, I started kind of taking my beers there and meeting up people there and then after a while I think one of the bartenders snitched on me and called John and he was like hey man there's this homebrew dude um, giving away his dude beer. slinging beers up yeah, in the, up like the, this, this homebrew dude slinging beers at the brewery and this John Popped was like his trunk yeah. and selling it right here and uh, John was like oh well who is it? he's like this is a misfit guy and then I'm assuming by that time John had a kind of um maybe figured out who I was. John was like, oh, he's fine. So then it, I think maybe like two weeks after that. Actually, it was right after COVID. No, before no, that. Before COVID. It was yeah. like before that. 
Nobody remembers yeah. before or after. <laughs> it's, it's a blur, right? Yeah, of course, I, I did what any business person would say. It's like, yeah, no problem. We get two bucks for every beer he sells. <laughs> so, and then, so then I met, I started taking my beers up to Fortress and through Dion, and then I met John. Um, and then just progressively just tasting the beer, kind of talking through it, and just kind of what my vision was. And I think over the years it was kind of like, hey, like this is what this guy's doing. This guy's hustling, doing this, doing that. We'd merch, social media, website. Um, and then progressively when I started taking the idea of opening up a brewery more seriously, um, seeing as Dion and, and John at the time um, ha- have already gone through it, um, I took John uh, more on as a mentor. And kind of really just call happened. me old? Huh? I no. always feel like mentor is old. No. <laughs> Your no, hair no. looks good. <laughs> I digress. Hair looks good. Hair looks good. So then after a while, you know, after a few, you know, a few meetings, lunches here and there, just kind of hanging out, really asking him the, the true the true dark side of opening up a brewery and what it really takes. And, you know, John was very transparent as far as, like, hey, man, like, you have to. One million dollars. Yeah, like, <laughs> you, you have to have, like, you have to go this in order. You have to have that in order or else it's going to be this. And um, and I really appreciated his transparency with, with that. And, um, and, yeah, after a while, it was just kind of like, hey, man, like, where were we, Annex? I think it was in Annex yeah. in the, the Vintage. And we were kind of like, hey, why don't we just try to, maybe this will work. Um, and then you're like, you know what? Maybe it will. And then I think literally as we left Annex in the parking lot, John had texted me. He's like, hey, man, I think this will really work. Um, and I was like, yeah, I think me too. And then I think we kind of slept on it for a few days. And then the texts and the conversations. And then, you know, then I got to meet Kevin. Um, and then everybody was on board. And then, it, man, it was just kind of flourished from there. And, um, I, I couldn't be more grateful, um, you know, than... Well, just the fact that, yeah, like, it, the location it, came up. Yeah. It, that's pr- going to be pretty yeah, sweet. Like that's a, a yeah, significant location. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah I would call it a, a, a fortuitous, right? And I get that this is probably where Kevin dovetails in, and we, we looked at a place that was kind of on Telgi. And, again, and Juan, man, like, again, like, passionate about how good he is. B- Buy Place the street and have it fortuitous lane. I know, right? <laughs> and then, funny enough, we were talking. It's like Kevin was like, you know, of course, he's, he becomes our container guy and all these things in this business savant. And he's like, oh, hey, and he, there was things were kind of going south of the other place we were looking at. And he goes, hey, I just found the shack is for sale. And I was like, you're essing me, whatever you can. You're shitting me. And I was like, really? So I was like, we like literally it's Sunday Sorry. morning. By then, we drive over there. We meet within five days. I think it's in full motion, like full motion. So I feel like I don't know, what do they call it? divine intervention or, or or just like I don't know luck and whatever what do they call that. Wouldn't luck's not just timing and opportunity and work, whatever. It just came together so quickly that said, and then I, I thought like, oh, Kevin and Juan are man a fit. Like, it, it, the, the whole thing came together quickly. To give you an idea of how fast this happened, that conversation was eight weeks ago. Oh, wow. Probably, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'd say when we were all on board from probably our initial meetings, I think we recognized our drive and passion for the idea, and we just said, you know what? 
Well, it's pretty sweet that, I mean, you guys, just a couple years into it now, all of a sudden have a whole nother amazing, like the new location is going to be even better than the first one, right? We hope so. Yeah. That's the idea, right? Two locations and uh, different beers going on there. Uh, brewing everything at the the. There's going to be a smaller brew house. Yeah, so we'll be we'll 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 have the core beers at Fortress. That's part of the model. Is like have beer to stand up. You know the shack location or Misfit Outpost, and then we can all right. Let's let's commission the brew house and then start selling beer. You know, I think by the end of the year, it's kind of our target. We'd have a mix of kind of Fortress staples. We'll have the blonde on, but they're going to have. Some of Juan's artistry that, that I think will be resounding hits. Man, it's pretty sweet. Crazy story, but you know, that's, that's what happens. Tunes time? Yeah. Oh, that's right. You're, is that a segue oh. into live music? <laughs> well, kind of like it is kinda... time. It like, is time to listen to some more live music from Brandon McDermott Band. This is Drink of Ages Radio Show. We are going to take a break. And, man, uh, real quick, though, this is pretty... It's pretty, pretty damn delicious. tasty. Yeah. yeah, what is this? Real quick, yeah. what is this one? Uh, this beer that we're having now is uh, Dead Sonnet. It's our uh, collaboration with Patience Brewing. So basically, uh, I did an American lager with jasmine flowers and uh, orange blossom honey in 2019. Me and Patience, or Jonathan from Patience, kind of, we actually talked about this collaboration at Fortress. And we were like, hey, we should take your original lager yeast, we should wild it blend in some lambic yeast and some saison yeast and then we'll uh we'll adjunct it a little bit differently and we came up with this beautiful thing and it is really tasty yep all right let's take a break this is drink of ages radio show we'll be right back Sun came up in the morn. When I went home, well, I wasn't alone, and I had fun. I got 
drink and we 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 drink some more. We danced and we sang, we played in the rain till the sun came up in the morn. When I went home, well, I wasn't alone and I had fun, I got a cold fist. Cause it didn't take long when I reached front lawn, she was already out of her. G'day all, Sean here from Platypus Brewing, located a stone's throw from downtown off Washington Avenue. I'd like to invite you out for some pints from our on-site brewery, paired with our cracking food. From house smoked barbecue, the best fish and chips in town, chicken wings with our in-house crafted special sauces to pale ales, IPAs, sours and stouts. We even have great Aussie wine and local ciders, so there's something for everyone. Family friendly, both human and the four-legged kind. Platypus Brewing, brewed with Texan heart and Australian soul. Platypusbrewing.com Live shows are back at House of Blues next Tuesday. Join us for the recording of Drink of Ages Radio Show. Come hungry. House of Blues Restaurant makes some great food. The restaurant is open Tuesday through Sunday at 5 p.m. Houseofblues.com slash Houston for more events and info. Go see a show. The most fun and good times beer fest is back. Happening November 11th through the 13th at Katie Mills Mall featuring multiple stages of live music, Food trucks, multiple party zones, and of course, lots of beers to try. Over 600 if we are counting. VIP is where you want to be, but general admission is still a great time. Get your tickets today for Wild West Brewfest, November 11th, by going to wildwestbrewfest.com, one of the premier brewfests in the country, wildwestbrewfest.com. Hey, this is Blake Harris, the general manager of Rudyard's British Pub. Just want to invite you guys out to our Thursday night steak and pint night. $25 for a 16-ounce New York strip, party potatoes, Caesar salad, and a free pint. As well, starting at 7 o'clock, we've got $4 pints all night long. Right now, we're doing about 20 on drafts, and in the near future, we will be increasing that number. So come check us out. We're at 2010 Wall Drive in Montrose. Of 
Music of Ages radio show here on ESPN 97.5, live at House of Blues Houston. We're sitting in a restaurant in front of the Voodoo stage. I'm John Denman, Tom Painter, the co-host, DJ Muskratch over there. Jason Esparza does all the badass video. You can find us on our YouTube channel if you want to watch what actually happens. Like, actually see us sitting around drinking beer because, I mean, I'm not going to lie, man. That's a good time. Pretty men. Pretty men. Subscribe to our channel, YouTube, Drink of Ages, and man, you listen to music. On top of having great bands like Brandon McDermott Band, uh, we have a lot that you can go back and listen to. And speaking of that band, Tom, they're going to be playing at No Label on Saturday the The 31st 31st. of this month. I know. It's amazing how all this stuff works out, John. (laughs) It is. You want to hear something even crazier? They're playing at Spindle Tap. August 28th. When but are those bastards playing at Fortress? That's when they, they need to be playing some Fortress. October. It's coming From up. the man himself, October. What about at Misfit Outpost? Also November. October. <laughs> ASAP. I'll take it. I'll take that. So, so between you and, um, you, and, you and me, John, we should, we should probably take a bet on whether it's going to be raining or it'll be like just a... A goddamn heat soaker, like between. It's, it's, it's literally the last Saturday in August and the last Saturday in July. So, so it's kind of like it's a, it's a you know. There's really no telling what's going to happen with this weather right now. I mean, I've been, I'm not going to lie. I, I like the fact that I'm not watering anything and everything in my yard is growing ten times faster than it should. But at the end of the day, man, I kind of miss sunshine. Uh, John, John and I have a mutual friend, uh, KPRC's uh, own uh, Justin Stapleton. And, Shout out. And, and uh, I, I will send him messages like daily. Like, I'll just like, text him at 4 in the morning. It's like, are you kidding me? He's like, suck it up, Buttercup. It'll be okay. <laughs> he's, a, he's a brewery guy. He, he's the guy that he does like beers. Too, huh? like, yes. yeah, shout out to Justin Stapleton. He is. He, he is checked in from our place. I'm always like, oh, that's pretty cool. He's like a weather guy checking in. Anyway. I, yep. This, uh, uh, well, whenever, whenever you do your job like 30% of the time, <laughs> <laughs> you need some beers, man. How hard is being a weatherman? <laughs> I'm it's, just joking. But, it's not very but hard. There was, there, was a, there, was, there was one time Justin and I met up. At a, we went to like 4J Nano Brew Pub in, in Spring Branch, and I was he was like I need to meet up I need to like I don't want people to find me I, I was like hey have you been to 4J yet He's like I haven't been I was like it's, it's a little off the beaten path no one will find you there I walk in there and there's a uh, a beer and brews uh, a business and brews event which is a bi- biz- giant business networking event I walk in I'm five minutes ahead of him and everyone's like name tags and, and I'm just like oh no Wait, this is going to I have a question <laughs> weathermen are famous oh, well he is the uh, and so then all of a sudden like I was just like I just went I went through the sea of people just networking and then he showed up and then I saw him about 45 minutes later cuz he was just inundated with people and Stapleton was like I hate you I hate you so much He does much have right glorious now. gray hair It's glorious and but he is a big he's a big Supporter of craft beer in Houston. No, I, that, I think actually like, pretty pretty awesome. He's always checking in everywhere he goes, craft beer guy. So anyway, yeah, not to derail the thing. I'm a, I'm a Stapleton fan. Chris and Justin. Both of them are pretty good. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Stapleton's They're all right. <laughs> Equal Stapleton. Fortress Beer Works is who's hanging out with us. John, Kevin, and Juan. And Misfit. Misfit. 
Misfit Brewing Company. So is this going to be like a thing you guys do? Are you guys going to like empower like other breweries? Because this is how I... I'm kind of taking it. Like, you guys are, yeah, Ooh. you guys are expanding kind of Fortress Blueprint, but you guys are also empowering, like, like, like. I mean, other if you birds. want to talk about stealing a Segway, <laughs> you should host your own show, because that was phenomenal. <laughs> uh, That's why he's my co host. It's a good word. Yeah, you, you should Powering. keep it. <laughs> yes, is the short answer. Yes. Uh, we, we have big plans, and I'll, I'll digress for a second just to say that. Labor Day is the official opening of the Misfit Outpost. Uh, we have a ton of music. We have a ton of Juan's new magical beers on tap. We have, we have a lot of really, really exciting stuff happening. So if you're in the Northwest Houston area, please come check us out. Yeah! To reiterate your question, uh, I'm yes, not getting a firm answer. That is, okay, that is, that is yes, the model. Yes. That okay. is the model. And, I think it's a good model. Uh, and we, we really, really believe in that model. Uh, John, do you want to kind of tease future plans? Yeah, I, th I think I think it's to enable local talent is our deal. And like, how, how do you get brewers that are like Juan and stand them up and help them like not have to have five hundred thousand dollars and go milk seventeen thousand family yeah, members? It's an opportunity. Yeah, Just it's such a, a no, great I mean, big opportunity. So I, 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 I see this as as how we. Okay, all right, we, we can give you some base beers, and we want to improve our beers and, and make our beers good, and our beers are good. How do we utilize, like, a, a production facility to help you stand up and then you know, take your, your, your glory to the world, right? I think that, yeah. that's 100% the vision. Um, I think this is the first step uh, with Juan is to say, hey, man, we're going to – we want you to – not toil in your garage for the next five years and talk about how you're going to someday pump your great beer out to the masses. Man, we want to get that shit rolling now, right? And it's like, how do, how do we do that? So, yeah, I, I, would, I would argue that we're, um, we're probably, you know, Fortress, you know, Misfit Outpost is, is kind of our test into how to do this. And, and we think Juan, I don't think Juan, I mean, I know Juan is the right guy. Yeah. Um, backing Juan, yeah. Listen, like, I, I know backing Juan and, and and letting him like be the badass to this is the first step into hey, yeah, all right, where's the next place, right? Uh, there's some logistics things, and you know, you know how do we stay hey, close to the production? You just stay facility? out of Katie, and you stay out of Hearst Road. No, we will. <laughs> we will. Like the intent is that Katie, Katie's it's too flat for us. It's too many rice. Actually, too, we too can use rice, some more things like around Hearst Road. To <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so the Spindle Tap Hearst Road is a dangerous yeah. place. You stay away. Is there anything it's available near the rice mills? Is that is yeah, that? Uh, no, no, not there. No, no. Hey, let me just say this. Uh, whatever's in my glass right now is pretty boozy. What? So what, what, what's in the glass now is a, uh, a barrel-aged barley wine I did with uh, my friend Jamie from Secret Beach Brewing, who is, uh, who is one of our my first underground homebrew peers who's become a really good friend of mine uh, over the last few years. Uh, so, yeah, we um, came up with the, with the base, and then he had some barrels, and we had some fun with it, and... Um, I think we released this uh, close to November, Christmas time at um, Flying Saucer in downtown. Shout out to Flying Saucer in downtown for uh, letting us host this release. 
we, um, we should only reference bars <laughs> if they're willing to pay for that. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I know. Okay. Hey, I'm looking for sponsorship for Drink of Ages. Let's go. There we we will holler bum, out bum. if you want to sponsor Drink of Ages. But it's been a good ride. Um, man, I, like I said in the segment previous, I couldn't be more grateful meeting John and the guys at Fortress and Kevin and um, the underground city of Houston for the homebrewers, man, is very receptive and um, we got a lot of ideas and there's the more and more days go on, there's more and more homebrewers coming up with crazy ideas and um, that's the freedom that we have sometimes. It's just that, um, that well, the, bandwidth. Just that, that and getting an opportunity like this, like meeting people that already have a brewery and then being able to put your brewers with them and open up an establishment to serve your brewers, man, that's, that's pretty sweet. Well, and the, the key is to make sure he has creative control, right? Like yeah. that, that's where we have to step aside and say, Juan, we believe in you. You have to make the stuff that we believe in as magic, right? And uh, I mean, earlier tonight I met one, one of Juan's friends and he said, are you, are you nervous about this working? You know, you guys have tied up a lot of finances and, and things are kind of on the line. And I, I could honestly look at him and say, I have had zero nerves about the operation. Honestly, like the infrastructure is really good. I know the, the forecast we've put together as a team is really good, but it all comes back to him. And we believe in him doing beautiful beer. And, and when you're built around that model and then you have a good forecast, we're going to be great. Yeah, I think, man, like, you know, the, the path to, being a, like, to having your own brewery today is like going to grind at St. Arnold and going to grind at this place and grind at that place. Is that really the path? Like, is that, is that, do I need to spend the next seven years making $14 an hour for St. Arnold and then $15 an hour at the next place? Or can I go, hey man, there's a, there's a faster path to me or for me to get to this, right? Like, I think that's the way we look at it. Yep. Like, I, I don't think you should have, uh, you know, art, uh, artists shouldn't have to uh, grind for nine years making like not good money as long as the product is good yes yes this will probably date me but this very remind or you and me john they uh remember the brewery incubator i was gonna i was gonna bring that up actually (laughs) downtown the brewery incubator yeah it was like a decade ago basically there's a bar in houston and the bar lacrice brazio she she was like like homebrewers was it a co-op? Was it a... It was a co-op. Co-op, right? Uh, yeah. I think that's where Craft Brew Cellar is now, actually. In downtown? Yeah. In downtown. Yeah. And there was a brewery incubator, and she had a little small setup that would allow homebrewers to come in, brew beer, put it on tap, and sell their beer. Uh, genius, other than... A d- a death by Twister. Uh, yeah. Another story. A bunch of uh, naked Twister uh, and naked stuff Twister like that. Naked Twister happened one night. But uh, <laughs> it was still way ahead of, of, of the time. time yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've... I've I'm sure somebody's doing it out there, and I'm sure they're, like, out there, like, trying to, man, how would you not grab talent, let them run, and just enable them to run? And I guess that's, that's our model, or what our vision of the model is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think is, hey, man, don't, let me, don't, don't, let's get out of the way. Let them be successful, and let's help them 
survive while they while we get that beer to market. And, right? and it's funny you guys are calling this a misfit outpost, but this is really misfit's big kind of debut. If anything, it's like I mean the flip is true. Right? It's a fortress, like because fortress is home base. Yes. yes right. Yeah. So it's not like a fortress outpost, but. Yeah. It's really no, no, it's misfit. Yeah, but it's misfit, right? Yeah. So like, yeah. you, like you guys are empowering like to yep. excel, yeah. and then yeah. Yeah. I think that model, like, as you know, John and I both are just champions of craft beer and and like you know home brewers becoming great brewers and and getting that message out there. And what's the message? The message is beer, the uh, good beer, and like so you guys doing that, it's like it's, it, completely scalable. And like it, keep, it can keep on going; it doesn't stop. It, it's we yeah. think so, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah we think awesome. so. That might be a word that John and I talk about daily. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we think it's scalable. I would argue there's people in this audience that are fantastic brewers, right? They come here to support. They should get the opportunity to brew, right? Yeah. Maybe they don't have. They can't go. Hey, I, I can't quit my job because I got a family support, whatever, and go make. $13 an hour for Brock at St. Arnold to learn the ropes, right? Yeah. They're probably pretty good brewers. Yeah. They're probably, they, they don't necessarily need to grind in, in a little small brewery for peanuts. This is not shots fired, by the way. <laughs> but it kind of is, right? Yeah. Because I would argue is, why should you have to go make $14 an hour at a little, at a, at a big brewery, a big craft brewery, to be, be successful? I, I don't see it. Yeah. Anyway, I digress. Anyway. Not shots fired. <laughs> uh, hey guys oh, yeah. appreciate you guys Shut coming down. and hanging out man <laughs> fortress beer works john looks at very excited man. way too long very excited about all the cool things you guys are doing man especially with the second location and everything juan sanchez kevin smith misfit outpost yes i'm really excited about that uh brandon mcdermott band i want to thank these guys for coming and hanging out on this week's show Once again, uh, let's see, July 23rd, Old Quarter Acoustic Cafe, and then Saturday, July 31st at No Label. Go check them out, man. If you look them up online, follow them, like them, support them. Fortress uh, Beer Works, want to thank everybody for tuning in this week to Drink of Ages Radio Show. You can listen to any of the old shows sponsored by No Label Brewing Company by going to drinkofages.com, Audible, Amazon, I don't know. Where else, Tom? Uh, well, what, Corn, are you, are what, was, it, was it Corn Hub? Is uh, that where you can find us? <laughs> and also, uh, a great shout-out to I Fear No Beer, Ralph, Ralph Palmer I Fear no beer. in the audience. There you go. And if you guys ever want to check out our show, uh, we are here every Tuesday, sometimes Wednesdays, at House of Blues, downtown Houston, off Caroline Street, the best home we could probably be in. It's you, guys probably are, you guys are great. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate you guys for coming us. out, having a good time. Uh, everybody be safe. We'll see everyone next week. <laughs>